Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. If, like many of us, you've overindulged over Christmas and are looking to get on the front foot this year with your health, now's the perfect time. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Perhaps you want to lose a few kilos, perhaps you're feeling sluggish, or perhaps you just want to make it to the top of the stairs without keeling over. Well, a good place to start is your diet, says practising dietitian and CEO of Be Fit Food, Kate Save. But with so many diets around, what does she recommend? Well, you'll hear very shortly. First, Chris Ashmore asks Kate why sometimes we seem to lack so much energy. A lot of the time when you're lacking energy, it is honestly because of your habits. If we think about our lifestyles, there's lots of things that we can do that give us energy and then there's lots of things that zap our energy. So a big energy zapper is stress and secondly, not getting enough sleep. So they're really, really important for us. And things that give us energy are keeping well hydrated. So even being one or 2% dehydrated can reduce our energy levels by five to 10%. And of course, the food we eat, our nutrition. So it's really, really important that we make sure that we're eating the right sorts of foods every day. And it doesn't mean that you can't have a cheat meal here or there, but if we don't get the nutrients we need, we certainly can't feel energized. Well, you say that gut health is important, and that's a term that we're starting to get a bit more known. Why is gut health important? So gut health is really important because we're referring to our gut microbiome. So as human beings, bacterial cells outnumber our human cells 10 to 1. So more or less, they say we're about 90% bacterial cells and only about 10% human cells. And if we were to look at the DNA in our body, all of the human DNA would actually fit in our big toe and the rest of our body would be bacterial DNA. So when we talk about gut health, if we're referring to the gut microbiome, then we're actually talking about what can influence 90% of our health. And a lot of people, when they eat, they think about what the, the human might want to eat, whether that's, you know, a piece of cake or some coffee or some McDonald's, but we're forgetting about the 90% of our body, which is actually bacterial cells that are looking for fresher foods. They're looking for plant-based foods. Plant-based foods have lots of fibre in them, and it's a fibre that actually gets through the human gut all the way to the large bowel where the predominantly our gut microbiome are. And given that they control our health, if we're not eating plant-based foods every day, we really stand very little chance of having good health because our gut and our brain are connected. They talk about the gut as being the second brain. And if we don't nurture the gut, then we can't really honestly be that happy either because it affects the chemicals in our brain and our gut is also responsible for about 90% of the serotonin we produce which is our happy hormone and around 60 to 70% of our immune system is also in our gut. So better food equals better gut health? 
better gut health, better mental health, better physical health, all of those things. And overall, better nutrition because there's actually bacteria in our gut that are able to break down some of the fibres. They can look after our cells or the cells lining, particularly our intestines, and it can prevent certain types of bowel cancers. So there's lots of links for the protective effects of a good diet, and that's predominantly through the bacteria in our bodies producing these protective, I guess, byproducts of digesting this dietary fibre. And a lot of these bacteria can also produce different vitamins and minerals that are essential to our body as well. What are all these different diets we hear about? There's the keto diet, the 5-2 diet, low-carb diet, fast 500 diet. What are they? So a lot of the diets out there are really talking about what to exclude from the diet rather than what to include. So I tend to take a really different approach to nutrition overall and what to eat. So for me, it's about what you need to put in first and then nothing else matters. So as long as the majority of your diet is your plant-based food, so we're talking veggies, salads, a few tablespoons of your whole grains, whether that's brown rice or quinoa or wholemeal pasta, whole grain breads and cereals or nuts and seeds, legumes, tinned beans, all of those things. And then the other 10% or even 20% can be all of your lean proteins and anything else that you want to eat, but your body doesn't necessarily need some of those extra foods. So a lot of what our body needs will come from the plant-based foods. And then of course, some good proteins as well. So some of the proteins will come from whether it's meat, chicken, fish, or it could be some of the legumes and beans, lentils, tofu, dairy products, or even dairy alternatives as well. And what's the Mediterranean diet? And how's that different to the typical Western diet? The Mediterranean diet is more traditional. So it's really looking at foods that are more closer to nature. So I guess if you think about going to different areas in Europe, if you are actually dining in more local style restaurants and cafes, you'll find that you're eating a lot of fresh produce and predominantly you are eating a lot of vegetable-based foods. So you may be having a tomato-based dish with some meatballs in it as opposed to having a whole huge bowl of pasta with very little vegetable content. So Our westernised diet really flips the traditional diet on the head and gives us the wrong breakdown or the wrong ratios of the food. So we should be thinking about the big bowl of extra Mediterranean, you know, an Italian salad or a Greek salad, plus the big bowl of the meatballs in the tomato and eggplant and onion and garlic and that sort of sauce. Maybe there's zucchini and all sorts of things in there. And then having the handful of pasta on the side, rather than making the pasta the feature, think about all of the things that give us good nutrition first. Well, it's a lot to think about. And of course, a lot of business people are very busy. What kind of diet would you recommend for the busy business person? The key thing would be to really think about at every single meal, having a good balance of your lean protein. But the lean protein For most people, if you have a sedentary job, your requirements are only around 20 to 30 grams of protein at a meal, two to three times a day. So 
when we're talking about 20 to 30 grams of protein in a meal, it's about a 100 gram piece of meat, chicken or fish basically. Or we might be talking about, you know, three to four egg whites and or three to four whole eggs. But at the end of the day, the focus should be on what you're having with that protein. So quick and easy things, particularly for someone who's busy and working, is often going to the frozen section and getting your frozen vegetables. So if you're too time poor to buy the fresh stuff, chop it up, prepare it and cook it, the frozen vegetables, a lot of you may know that they actually have higher nutrition content because they're snap frozen closer to the time of picking and then you're only reheating them once you're ready to eat them rather than them sitting in storage for weeks or we've even heard months on end. Alternatively, you could be looking at ready-made meals, but the key with a ready-made meal is finding that balance. And as we talked about with the Mediterranean diet, often in Australia, we westernize it so much that you get your bowl of pasta with very little of the meatballs and the tomato-based, vegetable-based sauce. So what you want to be looking for as a meal that is predominantly your vegetables with the lean protein and then small amounts, whether that's, you know, one, two, three tablespoons of your pastas and rices, quinoas, your grains. But at the end of the day, the focus should be on where the vitamins, minerals and protein are. Is exercise as important as a good diet? Well, the most important thing about exercise is that you can't actually exercise off a poor diet. So exercise should be something that we do that makes us feel good. And if you don't enjoy the exercise that you're doing, you've probably picked the wrong type of exercise. So you should be going into exercise actually enjoying what you're doing. So for some people, this could be as little as stretching or yoga or Pilates. For other people, they like to pound the pavement, go for a run or a jog or a power walk or maybe you get out and swim in the bay or the ocean or even in a pool but exercise is there to really help us feel good so we'll get that endorphin release after exercise but also if you pick the right type of exercise it can put you into that really meditative calming state even with high intensity exercise you'll find that you find that happy place and it tends to come they say around after four to five minutes of exercise, depending on what you're doing, but with the high intensity stuff, it's at four to five minutes where we go into an oxygen debt. So we're breathing out and breathing in and we can't really catch up. And then all of a sudden we catch up again and you go into that sort of trance-like state where you feel better during the exercise. So sometimes it's the first five minutes that is the hardest and that's really when the body's warming up as well. So I think once the warm-up's out the way, you're comfortable with your body temperature, no matter what activity you're doing, it starts to feel better after that. So my tip with exercise is just try and get through the first five minutes. Don't commit to doing a long session because you'll never get started. And the best way to get prepared is just put on your shoes, stand outside and then decide whether you're going to go. If you're sitting on the couch thinking about should I put on my shoes, you're never going to get off the couch. If anyone listening is looking to start the year with a health goal in mind, what would you suggest? The best health goal is anything that you know you can commit to and stick to. So I always say choose very small bite-sized pieces. So for a lot of people, it won't be completely giving up chocolate or alcohol because it's unrealistic that you will never eat it again. And if you 
commit to something that big, then it's just a matter of time until you give up. And once you've given up, that tends to lead to other poor behaviours because you give up on that, then you give up on everything. So I would just say if it's, you know, if you're someone who does overindulge in sweet foods or chocolate or biscuits, whatever it is, limit yourself to an amount that you think is reasonable, that you're going to be satisfied with. But on the other hand, it's less than what you might binge eat. And somewhere in between, you'll find that once you start achieving that, the cravings will go away. Because the less you have of something, the less you really need it. And when it comes to exercise, the same thing, it's all about mindset. So when they talk about someone being, I guess, really disciplined, someone who's disciplined is someone who can exercise when they don't feel motivated. So if you can get up off the couch when you least feel like it, that is a sign of very good discipline. So you've got to get started and do it anyway. And just remember, once you get past that first four to five minutes, your body is going to change the chemicals it's releasing. You'll get these happy hormones released in the brain and you'll actually start to enjoy it. And then the side effect of that is generally after an exercise session, you're more likely to feel like eating good foods and taking care of yourself. So it has this effect over your whole day like a halo that you have a better day when you exercise and you even sleep better at the end of the night as well. That was BeFit Food CEO, Kate Save. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Producers are Nick Schildberger, Chris Ashmore, Jeff Waters and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more Bee Daily next week. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.